0: welcome 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 back to episode 265 of the bad taste video podcast I'm Mike I'm here with my I gotta start thinking of good things for you again I kind of like doing that like it gave me like a
1: oh god <laughs>
0: what? it's like uh like doing crossword puzzles every day like that's my thing like I'm gonna start. Like thinking of fucking
1: nicknames for you. Well, do your, your do your fucking homework there, brother. Let's get it going then. Yeah, You're gonna you, do it. Let's do it.
0: All right, all right, all right, all right. But this week we're back with a very special movie done by a very special man, right? Somebody that we hold in very high regard. Somebody near and dear to our hearts, and that's Tim Ritter. But this royalty, week, oh, bad taste video royalty, horror bad royalty. Taste, fuck, fuck the mainstream. Because I like that. This week we're talking about wicked games truth or dare to
2: Welcome to a viewing or observation of Wicked Games Truth or Dare Part 2. Uh, made in 1993, it was a lot of fun to make. Uh, the official sequel to Truth or Dare Critical Madness, uh, which was shot on 16mm. Took about 5 or 6 years to get the uh, sequel going and ended up shooting it on high 8 video and uh, on a very small twelve thousand dollar budget back back in 1993-94. so i uh, hope you uh, enjoy the feedback here and uh, seek out the movie i uh, appreciate uh, everybody uh, keeping the movie alive after all these years a lot of fun to make a lot of sex violence crazy stuff um, crazy murders over the top uh, madness and a lot of fun to make so wicked games Truth
0: or Dare Part 2 There he is the man, the, man the myth the legend Tim Ritter as you may or may not know we did a live viewing of Day of the Reaper uh way back when with him on
1: Twitch which was fucking awesome right the Q&A was a fucking dude he was couldn't be a better host man to, to come on with us and uh to chat it up all the questions he was right on the ball answering everybody uh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta schedule something again. Now that we're here on YouTube, uh, we gotta have a party. We gotta have, a, we gotta have a Tim Ritter party. Yeah, so I, if, I uh, agree. If you guys like wicked games, you know. There's plenty more of these ones. Plus, there's a whole, a whole other, you know, box of worms we can get into with his movies. So, you know, hopefully we can get Tim on again for a little Q and A with everybody.
0: Yeah, for sure. Ek Wimmer from the Laser Graves Podcast, BTV with the celebrity intros. Hey, man, <laughs> we've had a few of those in the past, right? We have fucking- oh, we our homework. Yeah, we've had fucking the young god, Leaf Yonker. Fucking, he did right. one for us. I think we've had Tim Ritter do one for us before. Shit, bro, we have the fucking intro from the Crypt Keeper himself, John Kassir. That's right. Right? That's a,
1: that's something that's fucking awesome. We had a few more, too. Like I, I used to go hard trying to, to get those, but- It's worked out in our favor to like build these awesome relationships with dudes like Tim and Leaf and everything. Um, But as soon as I reached out to Tim, he was like, "Oh, absolutely, dude. Here's a fucking little explanation." And we, dude, all the info you get right there—that's all you need to know about this movie. Yeah. Um, The format, the budget, the sex, the violence, the the fucking rock and roll man. Like, this dude could be our fucking father. Let's be real.
0: (laughs) Awesome tape, right? Awesome artwork. Uh, Wicked games, fucking damn, beyond passion. I like that, man. If would you think this is a horror film? Well, this obviously makes you think it's a horror yeah, film. But get- like, the front of this kind of looks like a like soft core, like adult entertainment.
1: Right? I don't like know the, uh, the mask there in the back is definitely mask. a little horror esque. But the uh, the S and M little tie up lady, that's a you know, it's a different yeah. genre altogether. So Dude, I love all the with.
0: I love all the Twisted Illusions releases, like oh man, shit man. If you can
1: see my studio, I'm legitimately completely covered in fucking Tim Ritter and Twisted Illusion fucking posters that I've uh, I've obtained through him and shit, and it's. I'm looking at all the different truth or dare ones right now and dude they're they're awesome there's so many of these movie deadly dares and stuff like that so uh if you like this some of the clips we show you guys hunt this movie down check it out and then dig into all of these sequels that the copper mask killer gets into man yeah. what do you think of this guy as a killer do you do you like I love it concept? dude what's his name mike it's great right i think his name is mike isn't yeah. it the original one right yeah yeah
0: well he's well all right yeah 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 the uh um yeah. the og copper mass killer you know i like the whole like him just he's a normal guy and just that's it he just snaps one day right like that's it
1: yeah
0: it <laughs> truth or dare you know i love that like the fucking sitting by like the fire right like, like the that's girl the, oh, yeah dude that's the, one of the <sighs> best scenes ever i i really 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 enjoy that fucking movie um this one though i was saying to you before way 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 better than the first one i think this is See? i think oh, this is wow. peak like this is like peak truth or dare is the second one like for sure to me
1: i didn't know you had this kind of admiration for this movie like yeah. I knew you. Like we like we like typically enjoy all of Tim's movies. Um, we all like I you know I have my my hierarchy of the ones that I love. Um, Killing Spree and Creep being you know one and two. Um, but after rewatching this again, I get what you're saying, dude. I love Truth or Dare. It's hard for me to put this one above that just because of you know my love for that movie. Um, but story wise, man, this takes it up a notch and it's amazing writing. It's really fucking complex and cool
0: yeah um this one i so my favorite tim ritter movie is day of the reaper that's that's number one for me and then i'm gonna say killing spree is two and this is my number three like you can't beat those two but like this one comes pretty close um, there's something about the story. Joel Weinkoop in this movie is fucking great. This is probably his oh, best role, I think, at least. Better than Rot, better than fucking um Creep, because this feels almost like Creep a
1: little bit. You know what I mean? It it's does got, have that vibe, but his it, role, I think, is is he plays a better role in this movie.
0: Yeah, this sure. has that fucking 90s Florida vibe, right? 90s Florida was a different place.
1: And, like, it, it, when Coop plays, what is his name, Dan in this movie, I think? He's, like, the yeah, detective. A, he's a cop. Yeah. And, uh, he's a cop, basically. And, dude, he nails this role. Like, once you see, like, some of the stuff we're gonna get into here, he he is the fucking, like, sweaty, greasy fucking cop that's, like, corrupt and shit. And he, he, he reads that from a mile away. I couldn't ask for a better role for, for Wincoop for this one, man. Yeah.
0: He's like riding the line between his character here and his character in creep.
1: You know what yeah,
0: I mean? It's kind of close, yep, kind of close. Uh, you want to give a little synopsis of this movie?
1: Oh man, this is a complex one where we have the, uh, we have kind of like this character who's like a red heron in a way that we get to meet um, who, who, this is a hard one to explain, man, because like it all intersects at the end there with like these these crazy yeah. twists. I got, I got it, I got it. There's a killer on the loose
0: that's killing pieces of shit people. Who is it? Is it Mike, the Copper Mask Truth or Dare killer, or is it somebody else? Dun She's dun dun! dun. But
1: so we're we're story just not- is but like the story is fucking complex, man. Like you put it pretty simply there, but like. The way this whole thing is laid out it, yeah. it is, is fuck and it all really revolves around our our like our early nineties Kenny Powers. Right? I mean I guess that's what you would call this guy, Gary. Which is yeah. great. That's my dad's name, so it makes him fucking even better for me.
0: He does he that's like the first thing that I think of now, post Eastbound and Down when I see this, is fucking Kenny Powers. Cause he like says shit too that's very like kenny powers ask he does things that are very kenny powers esque
1: it's fucking hilarious so look let me lay this out a little bit here so this is kind of like one of our main characters gary here um he's also like a detective i guess in some way he seems um, more like a his, private eye yeah i think that's it like yeah like a dick yeah. and uh and like uh his wife has left him for this other man and he's a fucking booze hound now and He's doing these wild things, like showing up at her house with <laughs> with the gun and like yeah. fucking with him and doing like the f- opening scene is nuts. Uh, but after this opening scene, and we kind of just uh, you know we see what kind of person Gary is. We have this Kenny Powers beach montage, like deep thoughts. And like this is like one of the like this is the second scene in the movie, and you're just like, what the fuck am I in for? Well, this this is, is gonna be incredible. This
0: is like a combination of Kenny Powers and like that picture of Bret Hart, like fucking like yeah,
1: it, I know, it, us sitting on the rock <laughs>
0: looking out on the fucking waves,
1: dude, it's exactly But just that.
0: look at this guy. Look at him. Uh, the glasses, the mullet.
1: The fucking
0: man. Dude. Gary! One thing I didn't look up, yeah. who did the music to this? Because it almost sounds
1: like Matthew Jason Walsh. It could pretend, I mean, I don't know, I don't think it was, but like it has that kind of same vibe to it. I love this. Sitting on the fucking rock. Rich Hoops. Look at him sitting what on the vibe. rock. Look, what that's the fucking, vibe.
0: that or like the macho man on the, on the fucking uh, boardwalk. Dude, like sitting there on the pier. Such a yeah. fucking vibe. What a vibe, man. I wish I had hair so I could fucking do that.
1: Oh, I, I was just thinking the same thing, man. If I wasn't fucking bald, that would be the look, man. I would, I would just. I'm jealous of everybody that has hair, just so you guys, mother, you guys know, because like you guys can just change the way you fucking look so easily. Where all I have is this this fucking beard. Yeah, that beard. we like, could do like a mustache
0: one day. I could see with like the Super Mario power mustache. Stack? Oh, yeah, I Super I could see Mario, that.
1: okay. Yeah, I was you thinking got like that. Doing like a, a fucking big like old school power lifter. Oh, I could, stash. I could
0: see that too yeah, yeah dude, i'm like gonna go
1: those barbells with the round things on dude, my, my fucking... shit's getting
0: my shit's getting too long right now uh,
1: this shit is getting dude i was noticing that was dude, I'm, like getting
0: a, I'm getting a gandalf beard now i gotta have to fucking like cut that, this bro, thing off let it roll. Nah, i like doing like the mustache with like the fucking like i'm in the fucking like i'm a conquistador going uh, you know like going to do some shit or whatever the fucking fuck. you're going, you going, you going to get buried in zombie you
1: do that why you should like do like the Viking braid sometime before I you fucking oh, cut I that I off. Dude,
0: I have it. I have enough. I could do it. Look, I, that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. What are we doing? How did mine oh, get longer God. than yours? Do you get yours it's, trimmed? I do trim mine. Yeah, oh. Oh. I do it myself, though. It's dangerous, dude. No, it's funny, man. Like my beard is gray as fuck, but my hair isn't. Like it makes it looks, no sense. Looks, I
1: like the. I, I'm per, personally the gray is fucking bad, dude. I like, got like I, the, I got the Rob Zombie going on. You do got the Rob Zombie going on, dude. Like I'm kind of waiting. Like I know it's gonna happen. Like any day that like mine's gonna start going, and I'm like, you know, what? I'm, I'm I'm okay. Speaking with it.
0: speaking of Rob Zombie, I bought a uh, a lot on eBay, which contained a copy of Venus Flytrap. That's why I bought it. But um, finally, oh. finally, um, but there was a copy of the Devil's Rejects in there also, which I didn't own on tape, but now I do. So I got House and I got Devil's Rejects. I don't it's know a, a if any of the idea. others. I don't know if the others did uh, a VHS release. Did they? I don't think so. Right? Um, there's a Japanese
1: one. I think of it, but
0: but like of the other movies. Like, I don't. Is there a Halloween? The House of There's a House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Devil's Rejects.
1: Devil's Rejects. But
0: I think that's I it. Right? Don't think there was a Halloween. I think of my giant water, dude. Look at this
1: motherfucker, dude! Giant water for your giant fucking beard. <laughs> yeah, look at that. <laughs> the bigger there. the beard, the bigger the water.
0: There it is. So, uh, before we get too deep into the movie, one thing I want to mention that you did pull the clip for is the title card sequence of this movie. This oh, yeah, is no, like no, no, no. this is like peak Cinemax fucking like movie intro, right?
1: This I love is. This
0: dude. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Hot oh, wow. shit. Looks like a porno. Right, I I was just thinking that twisted illusions in association with wine coop. Is it Wincoop or
1: Winecoop? I've always said Wincoop, but I'm. I'm Wicked games. I mean, even honestly, this name could have lead you to believe it could be an adult film. Still, so yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Except for the what? guy in the back. Like, well, maybe, maybe you're into that. I don't know. Maybe you're wearing yeah, like a. I'm not fucking like, hating. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. But like that kind of lets you know what you're in for, right? Immediately. But then again, it's a Tim Ritter movie, so you kind of know what you're in for. Either way, you know,
1: and like it's it's funny because if you were like you were like just say see killing spree. Which is my favorite Tim Raider movie. But I still I don't think you would fully get a, a grasp for like Tim has this excellent way of like portraying sleaze that I think is is uncanny to like his film. It's man. it's like they, very
0: yeah, it's very specific and and it's like I wanna call it like Florida sleaze. Dude, yeah, that right? nails it. Where how like you had it like reads Florida for sure. Yeah, like bro. like where you have like fucking Van Beber. Right, like you see, like oh, like Dayton is like all dirty and shit. Like it has a very specific look to it, and I. But I feel like something like all these Tim Ritter movies feel like they're in the same town. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just in a a different block. Surrounding people,
1: yeah, Yeah. like all the same universe. And it's just like it's it's sleazy without being like overtly sexual like there's like sexy scenes but like everything is just like all the girls are just like overly like bikini topped and shit like it's like they
0: they seem like they're in control that's why
1: it's not like it's
0: not done in like a like in
1: a weird misogynistic way or anything which it sounds it
0: sounds like you're like it sounds like that makes no sense but if you see the movie you'll see what i mean like it doesn't come across as like
1: well like especially in creep dude like like that's the opposite (laughs) well but i'm just saying like that that's like the the sleaze that i'm talking about that like it's not like you know oh this is like you know tasteless fucking movie making or anything like it's the exact opposite it's like uh okay i guess like a good comparison would be like john waters right yeah it's not like yeah uh, not like a john waters movie but like the way that he's able to portray sleaze in a way that's not like just fucking distasteful it's but like really funny and awesome yeah like that's tim ritter for me in this universe that he creates
0: yeah uh one thing i want to mention about this is that like it seems like everybody is involved with a prostitute somehow like every single yes. character in the film like regardless of yeah, their background yeah. but i guess it kind of makes sense at the end
1: yeah, everybody's having an affair with a prostitute in this movie for sure. Dude. It's a wildest. I bit. guess that's Florida. I don't know, man. But, I, like, I never it, lived it really there. sets up the story, though, really. Because, like, you know, we, we have all of these people being killed that we continue to see. And we're like, man, like, who could be doing this, you know, quote unquote. But it's like everybody has this connection to these different people yeah. and, like, potentially have a motive for killing these different people. And it's all connected to these prostitutes and, like, Cheating and stuff like that. So I guess that just goes back to like the sleaze level of like, yeah, this type of movie. Dude, he's but almost it, like a Jason
0: Voorhees in this.
1: Oh yeah, the, the slasher aspect of this movie, I think, is
0: like people doing uh, bad very shit. Very apparent. People doing through, bad like, shit. Kills
1: people. Yeah, get punished.
0: Right, yeah. like that's basically what it comes down to in this. But
1: it's, this is, uh, it, yeah, they get punished. But like this is, uh, I think, in, in like those movies where like Jason has just kind of become like. Uh, a figure of punishment for bad behavior this is all like motive driven with like revenge so like the first movie revenge is that case but in the rest of like you know for tim ritter's movies this is just like a revenge killing yeah Yeah. but it's very like slasher vibes especially with the masked character and everything i love that copper mask dude. i think it looks so good
0: well we have a we have a, a clip here right of him
1: constructing the mask this mod dude this montage might be my favorite fucking thing in the movie to be honest with you
0: you know it's so weird for whatever reason i don't really remember this scene <laughs> it's
1: so good it's amazing it's just like getting all weapons ready it's like the prowler Getting the mask oh, Look at weird. that.
0: I heard that's where they got the. Uh, I love the shadow. That's, that's where they got the inspiration for the um, uh, Russell Crowe mask in Gladiator. Yeah, this is the one. <laughs> yeah. Big, big truth or dare fans. Big, 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 big truth or dare fans. But like, that's Toby such Toby like, an... is. Is he really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he dude, is.
1: He was on. In that interview. Was yeah. it Toby
0: Maguire or, or Elijah Wood? I get those two confused. I think it was Elijah yeah, I Wood. I, I think he's think a big you're fan. Right.
1: You're probably correct. Yeah, because he did
0: the Maniac remake. He's like all One about those that small ones.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Maniac kid, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. But like That's that cool. shows, like, he, this is like a cool main slasher villain. Like, it's a cool, um, like outfit and everything tim ritter has does a very good job with that like in day of the reaper like that's an awesome fucking outfit oh, yeah. for like a killer this one like the mask is like super cool like yeah it's like jason has a mask too michael myers has a mask but like this one looks almost like some, like it looks like something you would build in your garage you know what i mean I like some
1: comment here that it does give me fucking carl the butcher shitter kind of vibes oh yeah that, like yeah very violent kind of like yeah it's very violent shit. this one looks like
0: me. you could actually maybe like get hit in the face and like <sighs> not get damage done to you that carl no, the yeah, butcher looks, shitter one looks, looks like yeah that one looks like it's made out of fucking cardboard and uh and uh, like <laughs> uh aluminum foil right or but like alu- the design wise definitely
1: very similar i could see that
0: yeah yeah but uh this whole movie is basically um you got this copper masked. uh I'm going to have a hard time saying that Couple copper masked, masked killer going around, just disposing of these people. And it's kind of funny. Cause like it, I'm not going to say the movie starts slow because it doesn't, but I feel like it like goes into like fucking warp speed after maybe like a half an hour in all of a sudden, everybody's just getting killed. It's like Once kill after kill starts, after kill.
1: Yeah. But I think the beginning is important, you know, because it sets up some things like, uh, there's a great scene where they're explaining, like you know, uh, that this this guy Gary, this alcoholic who's having all these problems, um, this doctor, and, and fucking Wincoop's character Dan, the detective, are like, there's these murders happening, you know, there's some signs that potentially might be the the copper mask killer and stuff, and like we get some kind of interesting information about Gary that sets up the the, the continuation of the story here.
2: Guy passed out on my couch. There is Joel. Came into the kitchen later though. Coop, King Coop. The gun in his hand. My gun, threatening to blow his brains out. Oh, we're gonna get, get to that scene copy. right after this. Truth or Dare. Sound familiar, Doc? <gasps> Mike Strawber. Yeah. Mike Strawber. He broke a tire wearing room. a copper mask. A lot of innocent people got slaughtered. But what does that have to do with your friend Kerry?
0: <laughs> this guy's a, a great actor. Mike
2: Strauber, our cousin.
1: Ooh, they're, they're cousins! Damn, damn, damn! I love the tie-in to like how this connects to the first movie because this could have been its own thing, right? Yeah. They didn't have to have like the truth or dare. Like, connection. Yeah, could have been, been a different a, movie. A, yeah, could have been its own movie. Um, but to be able to tie it in, being like, "Nah, dude, like Gary's homie's cousin from the first one," and like there could be a, a screw loose in the family, and that he could easily be just like copying what his cousin did and yeah. shit like that. It's a, it's a great I mean I don't want to call it a red herring because it's 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 kind of not in a way, but it does kind of like is make it the him? viewer now all look at Gary is and he like involved? All right, what's going on.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's get to that scene that uh he's talking about where he's sitting in Joel Winecoop's fucking kitchen talking to Joel Winecoop, right? About how fucking I guess how shitty his life is right and uh you know what let me let me play the clip and then we'll uh it's so wild yeah let me the let lighting me play... on this
1: is 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 like super blue too so it's a little yeah it's but a i actually like sequence. the way this kind of looks a, yeah. yeah
2: maybe you should do that Just get it over with kill yourself like this
0: he pulls out like a fucking revolver puts it to the side of his head Lows his fucking eye out. I love this. It's super dark here. Actually, my VHS looks a little bit better than this.
1: <laughs>
2: it's
0: so good. Joel Wykoop's such a good actor, man. I love him. But he's he's such a fucking good... But it's like good...
1: all... It all plays like this dream sequence and shit like that. And like, it kind of like... I. And the first time you watch this movie, you're like, man, like what actually is going on? Like, you know, what is reality and stuff like that? Because like this seems like, you know, it doesn't pull you out of a dream from that at all. It just kind of like goes right into the yeah. next scene. So you're watching it and you're like, what the the fuck is going on here? And stuff. Yeah. But it, it kind of like does add to the madness that like builds throughout this movie where you're like, man, is this Gary guy really fucking going insane? over the loss of his girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, we see him, we see him go to like the fucking restaurant oh, where like his ex wife and like the, uh, the, her, her, new like husband to be is there and shit. And like, she's going off on him and he breaks a fucking bottle. He's, he's like, at, over his long, head. why don't you
0: go get a life? And he, and he breaks the bottle over his head and he goes, why don't you get a life? And as he leaves, he pisses in the fountain.
1: In the fountain. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's a real Kenny like Powers day, move. Like in public. That's what I'm saying. Total Kenny Powers move. Yeah. It's so good. Um, something
0: that I want to talk about, and I, I told you specifically to pull this clip, um, just because I, I, I don't know if this is supposed to be funny, but it is, right? Because there is a little comedy in here if you want it to be there or not and that's when uh, our masked killer comes out of the hot tub right Dude. he's completely clothed but he's in the hot tub waiting to kill her she's so- in there
1: chilling bro
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so let me she's let me okay. let me bust this clip out you cut this very well too that, you're, that we're not going to get in trouble i like okay. that so uh she like hears a a noise or some shit, right? Oh no, she's going to get the beard. He just comes out. How has he been in there this whole time?
1: How has Dude, he been she's, in there? She's chilling for a minute. Her hair is wet and shit. Like. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like he's been he's been like somehow camouflaged in that Uber. fucking yeah in that fucking thing for the last like. Twenty minutes or With so. With a copper right?
1: mascot, he's gonna get lockjawed Dude, you better be careful. <sighs>
0: Dude, yeah it starts turning green <laughs> it's right he comes out he's like ah oh, shit <laughs> oxidized he's gotta make a new one now it's,
1: uh, yeah. it's like all yeah. oxidized to his skin
0: but i always find that scene so fucking funny for some odd reason there's one other scene that i find really funny and it reminds me yet again of a you know german splatter and that's when the fucking drunk guy gets his head cut off
1: dude this is wild and it happens out of nowhere like it's just like oh like where who is this fucking dude like well that's the car. guy well he was visiting
0: those two prostitutes yeah, yeah and he's like, he's, like, like driving drunk home
1: which is not a good thing to do so and this, oh so this kind of goes back to your whole thing of like doing bad things you get, yeah you get fucking punished because like he really doesn't have any other connection to the story besides hooking up with these two prostitutes really All right, so, there's, a, there's a connection to the prostitutes Look at
0: that shit. Cuts his head
1: up. I
0: love that. I love
1: that. that. Like a bowling ball. Just fucking like So now if you're anything like me and you're watching this movie, um, you're trying to figure out who actually is behind this fucking mask and everything. And as I'm looking at it and looking at this guy, I'm like, all right, this looks like fucking Joel, this Dan character. It doesn't look like Gary. It doesn't Gary's got long fucking hair and everything. Like, yeah. It's not Gary, right? So, like, that's throwing me off my first watch because I'm like, well, they're trying to set me up to think that it's Gary. Obviously, it's this Dan character. So, like, the whole time you're watching it, it does a good job of, like, setting up this, like, whodunit situation. It's not an obvious, like, story. And that's kind of, like, what I do like about it where it, like, keeps you captivated in that way. Like, you're super interested in, like, what the fuck actually is going on.
0: Yeah, I agree. And like it's funny because in a lot of these movies it gets very repetitive, it gets very boring, but this like everything is fucking entertaining in this. Every kill is entertaining. Every fucking like interaction between characters is entertaining. There's like the kills
1: are are great. Like we haven't even really gotten started with like how good some of these kills are. There's there's that like jackass dude who has the the chick in the woods who's like you know, basically about to attack her and shit. But he gets fucking his. the copper mask. I mean, well, they both get there so yeah, Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. still, he just beat him to the punch. But fucking this this barbed wire scene, I I love the way this whole thing unfolds. Because you think she's getting away, she's hiding yeah. behind a tree. I love this
0: because he walks away for a second. But, nope. Wait. See, this is also like a Friday the 13th kill. This is where it reminds me of that a lot. When he's wrapping the strap around the dude's face. Look at that. Look how brutal that looks. Oh, my it's God. Cool. That's a nasty kill, right? And, like, there's it's stuff great. like that throughout the whole movie. Like, in that, how many times do you see people getting strangled by barbed wire in a low-budget movie? You never see and, that, right?
1: And one of the reasons why it looks Fucking great is because it's in that Florida sun, dude. It looks, it's so oh, right, broad daylight. bright daylight and yeah. vibrant and in your face. And it's like, it doesn't take away from like it. I, you couldn't tell me that, like, it doesn't look somewhat believable. Yeah, the brightness of that scene doesn't take away from the the absolute like brutality of it at yeah. all. It I agree, totally enhances it for me. Well, what about the fucking sprinkler scene, dude? This is like another one of these. Like, this is probably the most iconic, like, actual kill for me in the movie. There's a lot of good ones. The sprinkler one is is off the fucking why charts. Why don't you set this set the scene for these people? Well, the lady's out there. Well, she's like a she kind of like a she was like a not a prostitute, but she was like this girlfriend basically that basically told Joel at this one time, this Dan character, that she wasn't into him. You know, it's not get fucking lost. She's dating the fucking well, you know, Wilford Brimley, this old fucking guy that comes <laughs> yeah. out of the house, which yeah, is yeah, weird. Yeah. But like, so then we see her out there doing some yard work, you know, and that's the perfect time to be a fucking tech. And this is what we get here, dude. This is very Friday the 13th, like, coming up from behind. Yeah. I'm gonna I get agree. you, you know, kind yeah, of fucking yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah.
0: So he's walking up on a broad daylight also yet again. Oh, he stabs her a couple times and she lands on the sprinkler and the sprinkler starts like shooting like
1: could the, the blood that comes out of the fucking sprinkler dude. Are you kidding what
0: a, me? What a wild kill. Right? What a fucking wild thing. Bravo.
1: What I love about that awesome scene thing. is it, it like takes me back to Day of the Reaper, um, because it has that like stop, not stop motion, but it's like kind of like that like stylized, kind of like stylized like camera yeah. effect to it. That it, it it it's awesome. Like I don't know if like some people might not get into that, but like it kind of like it does a good job of hiding some of like the the gag of that kill you know it it, mm. it makes it more believable for me that it's like actually happening
0: yeah so as this movie's going uh it eventually culminates in a actually the first of two wild revelations so the first one is going to basically be that Joel Winekoop and the fucking psychiatrist have been murdering people and they plan to blame it on Gary because Gary's yeah. cousin is Mike, and everybody will believe them.
1: It's it's this fucking wild thing, man. Because like I I'm, I'm legitimately just expecting uh, that it's this Dan character, that it's Joel. You know, and like he's yeah. really the killer. He's setting up Gary, um, but then at towards the end of the movie, we see Gary attacking his like ex wife. And I'm like, holy shit, he's got the long hair. That's fucking definitely Gary in the mask now. So I'm like, what the fuck? And then, like, fucking Dan's chasing Gary on the beach. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on now? And then we realize that it's holy shit. There's more to the story than we thought. Yeah, and what's funny is, like,
0: they have another red herring with the fucking uh, psychiatrist because he's like putting cigarettes out on himself throughout the fucking movie and like doing weird shit. Like,
1: you know, weird you know, shit. Yeah. You know, like he's into the pain and team. all that.
0: So they they basically decide like, hey, this guy's a nut. Sort of. He's cracking up a bit. Let's just blame everything on him and everybody will believe us. Right. And that's yeah. and that is what you think is the end of the movie. But it's not. Right? I actually
1: enjoy this.
0: This, this little is extra the, twist. This is the second reveal. Basically, it's all a dream, baby. It's all in the mind of Mike, the original Copper Mask Killer. And uh, Joel Weinkoop, the psychiatrist, and Gary are all doctors in the fucking hospital that he's locked up in. Um, Joel Weinkoop, no, Gary's ex-wife is a nurse or another doctor there. So, like, it's nothing like the movie. Uh, it's all made up in his fucking mind. And we get uh, a great final um, line from Mike. You do hear him speak, Major. right? And uh, it's what you fucking think he's going to say.
2: Well, Mike's a little withdrawn today, and I hate to seem like this. Look at this, this. guy. Mike, help us. Talk to us.
0: He looks like he Want could be, like, a, a game, game show host in, in, like, the 90s. Oh, yeah. Ask questions. What's he going to ask? It's Kane! It's gotta be Kane! <laughs> Dude, I, I love that fucking call. voice. That voice is so fucking awesome, right? Um, and especially, like, the mask and everything. There's something about this fucking character that I love, right? Like, it's such a good slasher villain. Um, this movie, though... I really like the way that he intertwines all the stories, and how really you could believe it's all coming from one person's point of view. That's why things are a little weird. It's like the pros- Everybody's involved with the prostitute. Everybody's doing fucked up shit. Like you could believe that it's, cu- and why he could kill people in broad daylight without, you know, anything happening to him.
1: And he does a great job of like really setting up Gary as this like crazy person, and he is, you know, eventually he is actually, well, I mean, not in reality, because it's all based in the fucking head of Mike, to, you know, the big Turner, you know, the twist or whatever. Yeah. But in the actual story we're, we're hearing about, they do a great job of, like, setting up Gary as being this, like, maniac, and he does have all these scenes where he's, like, fucking acting completely insane with his ex-wife. So you're like, yeah, like, he's lost it, you know? Gary's boozing, he's fucking losing it. Um, but then you're like doing detective work throughout the whole thing, putting your own pieces together, trying to figure out who it is. That's not adding up. So it's for this level of a movie to be made, you know, with twelve thousand dollars, it's it's awesome. The story itself is fucking so well put together and executed in a, in, a, in a really put together way for the the budget and time that they did it in.
0: Yeah. And it looks great that it's shot on high eight like it has a very it looks professional you know what i mean yes, like 100%. it looks it looks a lot better than a lot of the other shot on video films that we made um this tape is is pretty widely available right uh i don't think it's like insanely expensive like it's over 50 bucks but um, sure, yes. i'm i'm not sure i haven't looked recently i got mine a long time ago because this movie's fucking a very, very, very good movie. Worth it. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you've never seen the first one, I would probably advise you to watch it
1: first. Right? Would you say you
0: should probably watch the first movie before this? Well,
1: it gives. I mean, because you yeah, won't I get mean, the it, twist if you want to you know, know like who like you know Mike is and stuff like that. It definitely helps. But I will say that like if you were to watch this not seeing the first one, you could still like really appreciate it and understand like. All right, obviously, there was this maniac before because they do a good job of setting up something happened in the past where a lot of people died, and this guy, you know, and stuff like that, who's cousins of this guy. So there's enough information there to like pull in on your own. However, I think it is like a great first time watch to do Truth or Dare and then follow up with this because they're two completely different movies, like a different vibe, you know, all together.
0: Viano Films, our boy, Viano, what's up, man? Uh, He said, I just saw one go for like 50, 60 bucks. Uh, What's a, what's a first uh, truth or dare go for a regular one? Critical madness. Um, That's, that's what I'm uh, interested in uh, in now. Chris, don't you have a couple, don't you have a couple like, um, do you have those like Euro copies and stuff still? You had a couple that had some cool fucking covers.
1: Yeah. I had the European like truth or dare and stuff like that. It's, it's a Spanish one. And there's like, Two Spanish variants. What's it called? Uh, Eliminator or something? Yeah, it's called Eliminator. Everybody has the one Eliminator VHS, and Tim is like, "You're the only person I've seen that is like found." He's like, "I've never seen that one and shit like that." That's like the super hard to find fucking thing, and it's the coolest cover. And I'm like, "Why would they not choose this cover?" It's got like the fucking the killer on the front with like the knife like up in the air like over his head and shit. It looks. It's like a classic, almost like Halloween type cover where you're like, man, that's iconic looking and shit. Yeah. Um I wonder I wonder think if there's like, other ones besides the, the first movie. So uh
0: Viano says eighty to one twenty depending. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's supposed to be like hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that's that's about right. Um I wonder if like because of the blandness of the original tapes were like cover art. It's just basically, it just basically says truth or dare with the razor. And it's like in a foil uh, type print. Um, I wonder if that like kind of hurt it a little bit,
1: you know, uh, it's tough to say, man. Cause like it, I know that was like, I guess that was Peerless's whole deal, like to put it out that way and everything. Um, but I do feel like you would have gotten more out of it. If you had a little bit more of like a graphic cover, especially for the time, the movies that were like, you know, out and pushing hard. Gore was like a big thing at the time. Fangoria's is up and popping and shit. So it's like, you know, put something that's gonna pull that crowd in because they yeah. deserve to see that movie. And Whereas I think the the all black with just the logo with the with the foil label and stuff. It looks, you know, it's interesting. You, you might, you know, wonder what it is. Um, but I don't think like a a kid going in there to like get a movie for the weekend is gonna be like that's the one. Yeah, you know? are you
0: gonna take that over? You know. Fucking Return of the Living Dead or something like that. You know what I mean? Like as a kid, like you're purely looking at covers. Like you don't know what you're getting with that one. That's what it was for
1: me. I was looking at covers. You know?
0: Yeah, of course. Well, there was no internet for us until maybe like the (laughs) late nineties. So you were going off magazines and things you've seen in the store and all that shit. creep is another one that i think you should pick up if you can there's multiple versions of that movie i'm lucky enough to have the tape that has like the fucking uh the more explicit version because that other version never actually made it to tape i don't think right
1: the one that he sent you the disc that i sent yeah you have that yeah that disc has like a very like almost like (laughs) cinemax type porn like version of creep that is like amazing to watch it is so intense um but i i personally love creep it's it's up there it's like my second favorite uh tim ritter movie um killing spree though is the creme de la creme when it comes to tim films in my opinion that's like the the hallmark of gore um it's 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 it is the perfect low budget gore movie in my opinion it's ridiculous in every possible way getting to meet asbestos felt
0: Wild. It was like fucking. That's wild shit. So nice, cool fucking guy, tripping balls. Uh, Legitimately could have been one of my family members. Yeah, like, you guys look related. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I have his. I have his yeah. fucking picture signed and up on my fucking wall in the other room. Uh, what a wonderful thing. Ek says he has a signed slip of creep by Joel, and he wrote "Breast of Luck."
1: Yeah, that sounds about <laughs> right. That's classic that Joel sounds, sure. Yeah, that
0: sounds like a Joel Y. Coop thing, but. Um, that was wicked games, truth or dare Two. what a fucking awesome movie. Definitely. Uh, I would say I'm going to nominate this for a bad taste hall of fame. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, it,
1: it, it checks production. all the boxes. Yeah. This, this is so fucking good.
0: This movie's awesome. Super underrated. Uh, I feel like this, this movie should probably be watched by more people because like what you've seen today, like is not even the half of it. Because we can't show a lot of the stuff because of you know nudity or things like that uh there's hanging dong you get to see that stuff um there's all sorts of
1: wild shit awesome bathtub gore some but i mean there's nipple galore in it i tried but i was like this is too risky. yeah we're not taking that risk uh, we're not taking that risk so, uh but dude thank you also again to tim for uh an introduction video for us last minute today you're the you're the fucking man dude uh we appreciate you as always helping out with the show of course can't wait to have you on again fucking awesome awesome movies yeah let's plan something soon and we're still talking about
0: all these years later right we weren't even fucking old enough yeah
1: yeah we weren't 18 when those
0: movies were coming out but you know what (laughs) we saw them anyway uh but that was wicked games truth or dare too but now it's time to head over to the wide world of metal chris what do we got this week man
1: so we are gonna actually be doing uh it's a split album we're only gonna be covering half of the split because we're mm-hmm. gonna be covering the other band in a couple of weeks here uh, on a new release that they just did um, but this band is called Gollum of Gore great fucking name um they are an Italian gore grind band um, and their love for horror films is very apparent uh you know it's this is exactly hearing music like this and albums like this um it it gives me faith for gore grind in the future man because that the genre itself for a while really fell off there wasn't anybody doing it. it it was kind of like uh you know it was disappointing to say the least in my opinion yeah. but there's been a resurgence recently um, you know, all the the people that went to Hard Slam, I think are are starting to graduate a little bit back towards the the Gore Grind way, uh, and we're, we're we're getting some really cool fucking shit. Um, this this particular uh, half of the split with Lipoma that it was, there's no name for it. It's just the Lipoma um, Golem of Gore split, uh, but some killer fucking songs on here, man. What do you, what do you think of this sound of, of like the the production of this album altogether? Uh, I was actually pretty shocked because
0: when I listened to the first song, I was like, "All right, it's like long form fucking uh, what's it called? Uh, gore grind type shit. It's like okay, like it's going, but for whatever reason, as it like got into it, it got better, and better, a little more, and better a little bit more there, better, right? Yeah, it's so fucking weird." Like, I, th- I'm not lying. Like, first song, I'm fucking, I'm like, all right. Like, yeah, this is all right. Sounds like a Typical lot of
1: Typical grizz fucking Gorgwrights,
0: though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, like, the production, um, like, for me, when I'm listening to stuff that has, like, a lot of blasts and all that stuff, like, I feel like I need a lot of low end to it, and I feel like this doesn't really have that, you know what I mean, compared to, say, like, yeah, last yeah. week's recording, where it's, like, very, you know, th- it's got that low end, and you kind of feel, this one doesn't really have that. But, but, it has something else, and that's fucking awesome drumming that, like, I feel like takes, is this, there is a drummer, uh, right? Like, there yeah. is a drummer.
1: 100%.
0: I feel like that takes fucking precedence over, like, the other fucking instruments, and the dude's a beast. It does.
1: Yeah, and and I, I think the low-end production is kind of set up the way that it is to allow uh, that kind of range to be taken up by the vocalist. And his pitch shifting because Makes it sense. is yeah very very low. And, and for me, I don't hear a lot of like gore grind bands that are produced this way and, and produced this well. So to hear this much like time put into it and like really dialed in, it, it's it's real fucking awesome. Let's start out with uh, secreting sperm into, is the track title. Uh, this one here, I think, it will give you a good idea of like the intensity that the band's going to come with it most of the time. So like with this, I can I can kind of hear where you would be like, all right, this sounds like, you know, the gore grind that you would be expecting in a way, you know? Yeah. And it is. There is that like traditional fucking blast beat, pitch shifted gutturals that are just like over the fucking top, which is why I I initially I absolutely love this shit. But then what we're gonna show you here. Um, and this is kind of why I picked the album, is they just released this uh, this video recently um, from a song off of the split, and the song's called Open Wounded Corpse. And this gives you the other end of, like, what I think Mike is talking about, where there's a little bit more to this, and there's some, some dynamics and some drumming that really kind of is like, dude, holy shit. It's like, damn. And we got the video. Awesome vocalist, though. Those
0: doubles are so nice. <laughs> I'm into it, man. I'm into awesome. it. I, EK awesome. says that snare is tuned as tight as it can go. Sounds nice. Cuts through the distortion. Right.
1: There's a fucking you bla- bikini bottom that would break, baby.
0: That thing is snapping. I fucking yeah, when, love the way that shit sounds. When you're blasting like that, you gotta fucking you gotta do it that way. Just dude, like fucking shit. That strings. shit makes
1: fucking Lars's butthole wet when he fucking hears a <laughs> snare like that, dude. He is ready for action. That is so, <laughs> so fucking good. No, but like I really feel like as this
0: uh like their half of the split goes on, it gets like better and better. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I really do feel like it builds. Maybe it just takes a little getting used to. Um, Because I don't listen to as much gore grind as you do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, sure. I I mean, like, I just... I listen to mostly, like, fucking Mortician and shit. Like, that's the type of stuff that I'm listening to daily. But, Which I think um,
1: helps, like, get you into this world a little bit. Like, if you listen to just straight, like, old-school death metal, you'd have a little bit of a harder time. But Mortician is, like, that good in-between of, like... Yeah. It's death metal, but it's also sped the fuck up. It's got the ridiculous blast and shit. So it's it's a good middle ground for you to be able to understand what they're trying to do here
0: yeah but i i did enjoy this uh i would listen to it again Uh, i actually would like to see them this is another band like i would like to see this live i'm uh, curious i could promise you i'm really curious um check them out grizz where could they find
1: them um this is not this particular album is not on uh spotify but they do have all their other catalog of stuff on there Um, but this album is on youtube um also check out the other band down here Lipoma. another great fucking gore grind band so if you're into this kind of stuff listen to this whole album the split itself is great um but check out uh you know golem of gore on Bandcamp. fucking hit them up on there and uh you know buy some shit from them really good shit and it's italian gore grind dude it's like there's so many good fucking bands coming out of like these places like italy and shit like falchi a few years ago and now i'm finding bands like this and shit it's like
0: they're out there fuck it's not fuck, just here man, man.
1: dude so stoked <laughs> yeah so stoked that, for it.
0: yeah it's really awesome to like think about how there's all these other scenes in these other countries and like you have no fucking clue like you have That's to great. you have to go out mean, there and do shit
1: like this man
0: yeah you got to use that similar artist feature on your uh
1: whatever music app you, you use right dig. i fucking dig i try to find something that you guys hopefully either like are just finding out about or don't know about like I don't wanna give you the fucking new century media season of mist fucking napalm fucking records. I don't wanna give you that shit. I mean, that's out there. You know, I could we could cover fucking the new Cannibal Corp shit all fucking day. But I, I would like to, you know, hopefully give you guys something that you don't know about and you can get really fucking into. So yeah. I mean, like with Viano, dude, that that dude, I know what he's into. We we talk about music. I sent him a great fucking album today. So if you talk to me and you you like fucking Give me a little bit of an idea of like the shit that you like. I promise you. I come across so much new shit. I will show you some fucking some cool albums in that genre, for sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so next week, uh, we're going to be
0: doing a very special movie, one that I fucking could not wait to do on here be yeah and that's dude. gonna be despiser uh i'm not sure oh. if people are really familiar with that movie but it's basically a live action film mixed with a sega dreamcast uh cut scene, which is a fucking great explanation of
1: i I've, I've not seen it i've heard tales of the ridiculousness that is this movie so i am i am excited i'm nervous i don't know what to expect but I, i'm I I think that it's going to be a wild fucking ride from everything that I've heard. I'm going to say you're going to like it. I think you're going to like I it. I feel like I would, dude. I From think what you will. already told me, I feel like I'm going to be dialed into this.
0: One. Yeah. I, I think you're going to like that. And that's going to be Tuesday night, 9 PM Eastern standard time at youtube.com slash at bad taste video podcast, which it's linked at our website at video.com. We also have our discord link there. Please join that. We want to try to make a community for people to trade, talk fucking tapes, talk movies, do whatever. Uh, we thought that would be pretty fucking cool. We have a Patreon. We just added a uh, new Patreon video where we spoke about Weird modern, new
1: horror movies, Yeah, dude. modern horror. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: We're, we're talking to modern horror. for fucking
1: 20 minutes. <laughs> it was only like five no, minutes of It wasn't, of bitching, that. It wasn't it was, that.
0: Yeah, you'd be surprised of the movies that we actually enjoy. Um, yeah. Some things will shock you, especially with Grizz. Uh, I feel it's like yeah i feel like i'm a little shocked at some of those but Shooketh. you have to join the patreon to see um adding right. new shit on there I had to take a few old videos down because i got some copyright fucking warnings and now we can uh i can't just trash the youtube anymore i have to actually uh take care of it and not fuck us over like twitch fuck you twitch <laughs> do you guys miss twitch or no or do you like youtube better I, I, I fucked Yeah, I don't either. That. Uh, but I think that just about <laughs> wraps it up because it looks like Grizz is starting to glitch into another dimension. He might be joining the Spizer universe in a I second.
1: I like it, dude.
0: Um, but, out. Grizz, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video. You can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Please subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash at Bad Taste Video podcast. It's also linked on our website, uh, which is also linked through my Instagram. So it's very easy to find us. Uh, like I said again, join our Discord so we could all fucking hang out, and talk shit. Uh, you still got that Facebook page going? Is that thing still still fucking? It's doing still around,
1: it? yeah, dude. You can get on there and check it out. There's some yeah. stuff happening. once We're a on the, we're great, on that shit somewhere. And wall. our Patreon to support <laughs> us,
0: so I could fucking keep the lights on in this
1: some bitch. Uh, Patreon's but, the important one. That's the one. You don't worry about the Facebook. You go to Patreon and get that extra Patreon. content, baby. Give us that's that two dollars a at. month. Give us that shit.
0: Woo! Come on, come on. We've earned it at this point. Come on, just help us out. <laughs> help us out. I want to see a big money donor. Where's our big money donor? You know, like, yeah, you right. like how Shawn Michaels had that person that left oh, them like millions of dollars. Money. Yeah, dude. yeah. Like where's ours?
1: Where's like the person yeah. that's gonna leave us like what a million? What do they call bucks? that person? That keeps, like, they like they always mention. I can't remember the name. They always give it now. Oh, I don't know. Like, like in ben- all the documentaries and shit, they always call it something. He's a
0: beneficiary. That's what yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so- uh... Of somebody's life insurance policy that he never fucking met. Like, everything was yeah. left to him, right? That's yeah, wild. Man. That's fucking wild. Somebody do that for us, please. So we could build a, a giant compound and start the actual Bad Taste video. Double I mean, the, yeah, studio. the video. <laughs> yeah, the cult. You would have to be a moron to follow us, to, to yeah, listen please. to anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to listen to you. If you're gonna tell oh, me I, what to do? I barely
1: follow myself. <laughs> yeah, 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 Oh, like by the way,
0: too. I know we always bit, we always like kind of bullshit at the end, but I want to mention this is the first episode in about three years that I'm doing this without a kidney stone in my body. Amazing. Yeah,
1: you you probably feel great. You should I have passed, seen the one that came out of them too. It was a goddamn asteroid, dude. Uh,
0: I passed the kidney stone last Friday. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed how fucking pale I've looked lately, but that's probably why. Um, but I'm a free man. I'm feeling fucking great. Uh, what can you do? Stay now? away
1: from the Mountain Dews. That's all I can tell you, man. Uh, Ease up. That's why I got this shit.
0: Giant ass water. So, I want to thank everybody for coming. I want to thank the chat for coming. Thank you for participating. I want to thank all our patrons for signing up. All our subscribers on YouTube. All our subscribers on your local podcast network because we still remember you guys are out there. Even though you don't want to, oh, yeah. just come watch us on YouTube. We do it Tuesday night. You can watch the episode be recorded live Instead of waiting till Thursday to listen to it. Or you could go to or the YouTube page you and just go, yeah. you could go watch it when on the rerun, unlike Twitch, which fucking takes it off after uh, two weeks. That was stupid as yeah. fucking hell.
1: But, you know, I just want to thank Mike's Kidney Stone for making an appearance last week. So shout yeah. out to him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Goodbye. Uh, I hope I to never see you again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have a nice fucking afterlife. But uh, I want to thank everybody again. Uh, we will see you next week with. Bum, 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 despiser.